0: Welcome to this nice, lovely COVID-19 Hayden Square debate. This is going to be a very gentleman's debate. Probably not going to end up that way, but nonetheless, we will be we will be talking about um, whether we think schools should be opening slash how they should approach it. So let's just yes. let's just let's just begin this. I don't know how you want to start this.
1: I don't know either. Um, I guess we'll just jump in with, like, two feet, I guess is the phrase. I don't know. Yeah, um, I guess
0: we could just make our opening most important point.
1: Yeah. So do you want to go first?
0: Yeah, sure I will. Um, mine, mine, if you haven't noticed, by the way, I have talked about things since the beginning, I think that schools should open up. My main reason why is that kids aren't the ones who are being primarily affected by it and their education shouldn't really have to suffer because other people could be put at risk and when i say that what i'm meaning is the kids should get to go to school and come home and those who think they are at risk or those who are at risk can stay home for all i care doesn't okay. matter to me
1: so now for me i guess um i feel that schools i guess can still open up but at a more restricted scale and then um i feel like we shouldn't just go all out with everything because um you know kids go home to people that are at risk you know, and there are kids that are at risk, even if they don't die, they may they may get hospitalized and that's still going to be terrible for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean. I guess that's all I have to say for my opening statement.
0: Now, I'm going to comment on what you just said. I'm so surprised one of my counter arguments is actually valid. Wow. Um, so. I'm not going to read this because it gets kind of rude. I'm not going to read the notes I took. I'm just going to speak from them. Um, my thing is I could see why why those people who go home to people who are at risk would need to stay home or need to go in less. Now, my thing is I don't think there's any point of going in just a little bit less because at the end of the day, you're still going to be around most of the same people. So my thing is uh, I think that, those people can do homeschool. Homeschool has been around since a long time. I have lots of homeschool friends. They're all smarter than me. Um, it works well when you have teachers that work hard on it, unlike what happened after we left in, like, March. It was yes. awful.
1: Um, okay. So the thing is, is that um, I actually have some data on this. Hold on. Where am I?
0: Ooh, um
1: data. data. Um I guess that I'll just do a little bit of that. Um so like 89% of parents um on a recent survey say that their child's safety at school in relation to COVID-19 that they were very concerned about that. Um they also, around half of them also said that they would change their, where they go, where their child goes to school, if um, the schools didn't meet their expectations on certain things. And so my point is, is that I think that the child's education will suffer more if they stay, if they're completely homeschooled by their parents.
0: Now see what I, mean? I, yeah, I because, see what like, you're saying there, and I think it's it's a really tough balance here because it's not really fair to ask the teachers who are going to be going into school and who are going to be teaching the students that do come to there to it's not fair to ask them to teach a day of students and then teach an online group of students.
1: Um. And see, that's where
0: I um, think. This is a
1: really tricky debate because you know it's all a real—it's a really large gray area. Um, yeah, and I don't think that either of, either of either uh, of either of us Hayden's um, agree to one side of that whole spectrum. No, I guess
0: I think at the end of the day, because there are going to be even teachers who are at risk, there still have to be precautions of some kind. But, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, okay. So, um, most parents aren't going to be as qualified to um, homeschool their kids if because most people don't have a teaching degree, you know? So I feel like yeah. it would be better if the schools um, focused more on online teaching and mm-hmm. then have a couple days a week where students can come in and get help on subjects that they're having more trouble with. So like, well,
0: yeah, I could for
1: example, either. math was really hard by the end. yeah. By the end of the year because the teachers weren't helping, you know. And I, mean, I they think weren't, it was probably
0: the same way with everyone.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't think that mm-hmm. here in Rala it's much different than everywhere else.
0: Especially for the people that were already struggling with in that. Yeah. That must
1: have um and I do understand the point of like kids will be behind if they don't go to school. But yeah. I mean I feel like it would be like kids would get more behind if they got if they went to school and everything was back to normal and then that student got covid and yeah. has to stay home mm-hmm. for 2 weeks then they're going to be I behind a lot more if it's yeah. just see because if it's online already then students can just continue their education um and see that my point is is that either way that you cut it the students' education right now is going to be a little bit affected.
0: Um, yeah, it, no matter anyways, what we do, I, I really don't think schools are going to open fully. So no matter what happens at this point, the students' education is probably going to suffer. And that's
1: really bad. Yeah, it's really sad that we can't, um, that things can't go back to normal. I would love for things to go back to normal. There are so many things that I've missed out on this summer and through the past couple months because of COVID. But see, the thing is that a lot of people, I'm not saying you Hayden, I'm just saying a lot of people um, wanted everything to go back to normal. And we just went through an event and we're still going through an event that will change our lives, hopefully for the better, but it'll change our lives in dramatic ways. Because with this, I don't think that we're ever going to, it's going to be like 9-11, you know, 9-11 happened and air travel was completely changed and there's so many counter terrorist things now, and so I feel like we shouldn't get caught up on trying to go back to normal. I feel like we should try to adapt to the way things will have to be for a little while, and then once they get a vaccine, then things may be able to go to go back to normal a little bit more, because once there's a vaccine, who's to say that there isn't going to be COVID-20, you know, who's to say that there's going to not, there's not going to be a new strain that the vaccine is going to work on. No,
0: am I correct in assuming that this has not mutated nearly as much as people expected?
1: No, well, the thing is, is that it has. They say that it's a lot more infectious now. Apparently, um, in Florida, there's like some university and they conducted studies on it. And they say that it's slightly mutated. And see, the thing is, is that we're getting into a, a lot more dangerous territory now that the cases are going up so much. Um, let me get that graph real quick. Hold on. Hold on.
0: I'm going to talk about a graph, too. Um,
1: um, wait, hold I on. Have... Hold on. Okay,
0: go ahead. So
1: I just want to talk about the cases a little bit. So here is like, so we got out of school on, I think, the 16th and there are only 872 confirmed cases new that day. And so then it just goes along and it peaks right around mid-April. And then it kinda, I guess, it kinda goes down a little bit once there's a shutdown. And that's another thing, is I don't think that we should go back to a full shutdown because that didn't work very well because people get too bored at home and money isn't made, and bills aren't paid. Ooh, I'm a poet and didn't know it. Wow. But then, see, cases are going way up now. We just reached another record the other day of 66,000 cases. That's a lot for one day. Um, and yes, testing has gone up, but that's not necessarily the reason why. If you see back in March they didn't need as many tests because there weren't as many people exactly. that had it and that and now we have a lot more testing and I mean people try to push that off as that that's for the worst and then it shows that our country's doing worse in things but I think that it's for the better because then we can make changes on certain things things that we're doing. Yeah. And, um, and I think that, I hope that we're using the same graph on this. Is this, can you see what I, I see, think,
0: Hayden? Uh, oh, I'm not looking. Uh, that's the exact same graph that I have. Okay.
1: Okay. So go ahead and say
0: what you wanted to say. Okay. Um, uh, this has to do with children's education. I'm gonna do a quick Google search in a second actually. This has okay. to do with the actual school thing. So I just did an average and um everyone below the age of fifty, the percentage chance averaged out of death is point six percent, which is not high. It's not like no. low as it's not low as the flu either, but
1: it's not close it's, to the flu. Um the other not thing is is that um I understand where you're coming from this because, because I would think the same thing too like you know there's not a very high chance that you're going to die from it like from 5 to 50 there's not a very big chance at all however um you know our grandparents are most likely above that 50 year yeah. age. And so it goes up a lot more after that. And so and I feel like
0: that-
1: I feel like going into a partial quarantine, you know, because and that's another thing that we may talk about later on is masking and everything. But um I feel like it might be our um, our responsibility as a society to protect the 50s and above because what happens whenever there's a time let's say in October where a lot of people in Phelps County and everywhere else has COVID and let's say yeah. it goes you know one person in a family gets it and then everyone in the family has it, what happens if they still have, you know, that family's going to have it for three to four weeks, and then they still have to go out and get groceries? And, you know, Mm -hmm. who else is at the grocery store? The 50s and above. that could die from it.
0: Now, what I think is that they should use Instacart because... Throughout while we were while we were still quarantining, we used the Instacart and it worked yeah. really well. We did we, not go to the store a single time for like a month and a half to two months. Yeah, that's another care. thing.
1: Is it the grocery pickups are great, but you know what else? The fifties and above don't know how to use the computer very well.
0: So true. Fifties and I above. Mean, we can give online computer classes. Online so computer classes money.
1: for the fifties and above for free. Um but the, it's thing the only is,
0: problem with that is they're online and they don't know. Oh, how to use so
1: true. It, they need to be mailed paper packets. Um,
0: Mail them a paper packet. So they know um, how to use part.
1: No, but the thing is, is that, um, and that's a really, it'd be so much, we probably wouldn't be having this discussion if the fifties and above could just stay home and pick up their stuff. Mm-hmm. But see, that's the whole thing—is that they're not very good at that. Um,
0: and even above need a little help.
1: They need a little help, and so um, I think that this might lead it. Is there anything else that you want to talk about with this?
0: No, I'm like, pretty much and done. And see, that's the
1: other thing—is that I'm not scared of dying from it. I mean, there's the There's the slight. Percent of a percent of a percent are, that I could die we from. Are
0: in it. The, we are in the 0.03% chance of dying from it. Yeah, our age there's please. like
1: no, there's like barely any chance of us dying from it. However, I feel like it should be our, um, it should be our responsibility to help protect the older people that could have a problem with it and the people that are our age that could have a problem with it. You know, there are people our age that have underlying conditions. They found that people with diabetes have a lot of trouble with this. And, um, so I feel like we should try really
0: bad for what I'm about to say, but that's the only spot where we disagree because stupid old people need to learn how to use Instacart. Hayden Hayden.
1: Yes, I see your point. However I'm,
0: I'm, go ahead
1: However um what are we going to do mail them the paper packets uh, <laughs> Um the okay another thing is is that everybody even like the the doctors and everything they act like um a vaccine will just help everything and yes and it'll that's help not what a,
0: a lot Two but, years in a row, I got the flu vaccine and I still got the flu. It doesn't prevent always it doesn't prevent you pre- from getting yeah. it. Although the thing was, it was a much less horrible version of the flu.
1: Yeah. The thing is, is that you can still get the flu with a vaccine, and vaccines help. And I'm pro vaccine. I think that most people should get vaccines. However, um the vaccine not It's not like
0: a cure. It's not, it's a, not cure.
1: a cure. And let's also think that how long, even if it's approved in December and they have all the doses in January, and mm-hmm. then it'll take a month or two for them to produce enough and for them to. to um, and for, for them everyone. to distribute it to all the places that'll need it. Yeah. And then, so it'll take months after yeah. it's approved for it to even reach these, the mm-hmm. rural areas that are having trouble yeah. with it. And, yeah. you know, let's also think, what about the anti-vaxxers? Uh, we have they a flu vaccine.
0: Put freaking needle in their arm. We have they a flu
1: vaccine stuff. and... But still, millions of people get the flu every year. The
0: and not all of them are
1: anti-vaxxers, but still.
0: Stop. The anti-vaxxers need to it, stop. I'm sorry, they do.
1: Yeah, the I mean, there, there are some cases where people have autoimmune diseases and things that you can't take a vaccine, you know, because yeah. they will get the they will
0: get it. But still... It's Anyone who can should, that's my opinion. Anyone who can should.
1: And it's just like it's just like with the whole shutdown or the reopening and everything. I feel like if most people wear a mask and if most people stay home most of the time, then most the um we won't have the same amount of cases, you know? Um and let's also talk about hospitalizations.
0: Okay.
1: Um, that's, I mean, I know it's not as bad as someone dying, but that's also going to take away, for, that's going to take away money from someone because when you go to yeah. the hospital, it's not free. And even people. even if you have insurance, it's not yeah. going to be cheap to go to the hospital. And
0: mm-hmm.
1: so that also needed, that also needs to be, Taken into consideration that yeah. that the schools are playing with people's money and they're play, paying they're playing with people's lives, you know, it's not just the kids. The kids will be fine with it, so let's open up school. It's the kids are fine with it, and they go home to people that aren't fine with it, and that will have yeah. they could have a problem with it, and so.
0: I this is see.
1: There's this is a, a yeah. this isn't necessarily a debate on
0: it's health. It's not. Argument. It's a
1: debate on ethics, and ethics yeah. gets tricky. It's just like with because the so
0: much. It's like what you said. There's so much gray area.
1: Yeah, it's like what happens if a kid gets it at school? Do they shut down the school? Or do they take out a few kids from the school because they're gonna be around everyone in the school? It's just like what you said before to counter my argument. I kind of agree with you. Once one kids one kid gets it at school, then everyone's at risk to get it. You know, it's and then that's an, it's a problem in rural areas because what if one kid gets it and then another five kids five kids get it and so they have to be out of school for a month and then they go back to school after that month and then you know what happens within the first two weeks another five kids get it and it's an endless cycle and that doesn't help a child's education at all yeah you know so this is all super difficult and i'm not saying that i'm right and hayden's i'm he's not saying that he's right we're just venting.
0: We're yeah, just venting. Sounds about right. Sounds about right.
1: Yeah, like usual.
0: We're venting. Um, we vent a lot here on Hayden Word. So Third.
1: I think that we're going to try to wrap this all up here in a minute,
0: okay? At the end of but, the day, there's nowhere else we can go with this. <laughs> But we, said all that be we
1: also need to talk just a little bit about these masks. And I want to get Hayden's opinion yeah. a little bit first.
0: I think masks are completely valid and asking someone to wear a mask is not unfair or rude. Most people who don't want to wear masks have glasses and they say it fogs them up and it's not that bad. I wear masks all the time. It doesn't fog them up yeah. that much. Yeah, no, it's, like with the surgery,
1: just- that's a problem I with like it. the surgical masks that are loose. But if you yes. wear, like, a reusable mask or, like, an N95 mask Which or something is what like I that,
0: have. I have it, doesn't,
1: it doesn't have as much of a problem at all.
0: Just get a reusable um, mask. It's an investment anyway.
1: You know, actually, whenever we went to buy fireworks, um, I had to wear, we have, like, N95 masks and everything. And mm-hmm. it actually was a lot cooler to wear it because it was so hot outside that there's a yeah. little pocket near my face that was cooler but yeah. um there's an argument that people can't wear masks because they have breathing issues and that's so invalid beyond compare because um it's just like with the anti vaxing and everything it's like i don't it doesn't make sense because people i guess And Hayden and I had the best science teacher ever in eighth grade that we understand atoms, viruses, and bacteria to a certain extent. Um, I guess people think, um, and I hope you kind of agree with me here, that once things get so small, they're just infinitely small. Mm -hmm. You know, they're just everything that gets beyond the size that you can't see. Um, it just gets smaller. Every year
0: they discover smaller a new than smaller thing. It just smaller, gets smaller smaller and smaller and smaller. Smaller, and smaller than, smaller
1: than smaller. Um, a dust particle that you can't see. It's all the same size. The atoms, yeah, bi- the said, viruses, I mean, the bacteria, it's all the same size. But that's not how it not is. Oxygen is beyond small. The atom, the molecule, the atom, whatever it is of oxygen is incredibly small and can pass through a mask with ease, but a virus that is still small, incredibly small, but it's magnitudes of times larger than an atom. So it doesn't make sense that people don't think.
0: aren't Aren't viruses made of atoms? Or am I just a Yeah, yeah
1: that, I mean, that's so true. I mean, it would have to take a lot of atoms to make up a, va- a virus that would cause a problem in your body, don't you think?
0: Uh-huh. And uh-huh. then there's that one atom of oxygen that has to get out, and there's that tons of atoms in that virus that has to get in. Oh, and wait. then
1: the the argument that people make that's like, I can't wear a mask because I have breathing problems and it makes it harder to breathe. Well, what if you get COVID and you're and
0: That makes it that, even harder to
1: breathe. That makes it even harder to breathe. You're going to have to be in the hospital for, you know, two the weeks.
0: Breathing because mask, you can't wear a mask. constantly. Yeah.
1: Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense at no, all. No, it really
0: doesn't. It doesn't. But
1: um, I if would if you're
0: not love... worried about your breathing problems and not wearing a mask, just stay home. Yeah.
1: I mean... Most people, and that's another thing with the 80s and and the 50s and up, I mean, they can sort of rely on, if we're going to try to protect those people, I think that we should also go beyond just staying home a little bit more. We should maybe care for the older people, you know? If they need groceries, maybe go pick them up for them. or. You know, most older people are starting to get, like, phones now and everything. And so, if they have a grocery list, just ask them to take a picture of it and send it to you. And then you mm-hmm. can set up the um, the grocery pickup for them. If
0: they can, then, if they can, good for them.
1: Yeah, good for them. If you have a high-tech granny, shout out to you, but... Um,
0: Honestly, so
1: true. But, um... I think it must be time to wrap this up, and yeah. um, I would uh, whoa. I would love <laughs> to know your guys' opinion on this, because we all have an opinion, and I feel like we've found some common ground here today. I also mm-hmm. love that show in, like, is it Jubilee? I think
0: it's... Oh my gosh, I do too, it's amazing!
1: It's so... F- amazing because I love, I love
0: listening to the socialists and their invalid points. Yeah, i love
1: i love the feminist one that's like oh, that they make a good so one. many good points like i believe in equality for the sexes but how is it that your opinion matters more than mine because you're a woman? Yeah. So, there's a lot of
0: Yeah.
1: I I love how it sparks the Good debate, the gentleman's debate, not like the debate mm-hmm. that you see on CNN, where the people are just yelling. Um, I mean, I'm not just saying that it's CNN. I mean, it's also kind of like Fox News, but it
0: was just an example. They're, all they're all guilty.
1: They're all guilty. Whoa, this ended up being so long.
0: Shout, but oh, wow. um,
1: but oh, wow. comment with your opinion, and if you are willing to do that and um i
0: we'll guess see you in a while
1: yeah toodaloo
0: toodaloo